0: It's Horror TV Weekly presents. We have a special episode because we have a special guest, Mario Van People's, is here to talk about superstition and more. Next,
1: you're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. After Buzz TV, and now let the buzz begin.
0: Such a fitting song, not just because Dolores O'Riordan, uh, it's left us but because we are here to talk about superstition that deals with a little bit of zombies here or there, but it's all the supernatural because it's almost an adult version of supernatural we have on (laughs) sci-fi. I am your host here, Lucretia Lyon, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, as always.
2: Hey, everyone. This
0: is Chauncey K. Robinson. And today we have a very special guest here to talk about superstition with us. Welcome, Mario Van Beebles. Thank
1: hey, you. Good to be here.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. She's named Lucretia. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm
1: like, well, wait, what happened here? <laughs> I,
0: I know everyone does that. Like as you saw, Carla, who you met earlier, she was looking like, around for like, somebody who didn't look like lady? me the first time we met. <laughs> um, that's what I do when I start stand up. Is you know who here thought I was black? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's great.
0: You know, okay. it's my name. Yeah, but, I'm Mario,
1: so yeah. people usually go, hey, I have Mexican name. <laughs> <laughs> Or name.
0: Yeah.
1: Super Mario, whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know the name? pain. Yeah I, <laughs> yeah,
0: I get it. I get it. So, okay. But it is fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, couldn't be the stand-up comedian without it. And no, at you least do. you, you got a, a good start. Sense yeah, good start. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, so let's just get started here. We're here to talk about superstition, and since the last episode of this season, hopefully you get renewed for season two, we'll be premiering this Thursday at 10 p.m. on... I think it's so 11, a, isn't it? 11? Oh, yeah, it's 11. 11, yeah. Uh, yeah. 11 now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 11, All right. Five, you yeah. got kicked up. Is it, is it getting dirtier? Is that why? <laughs> yeah. No,
1: but our numbers have keep going yeah. up. Last yeah, yeah I awesome. saw that. Yeah. I saw
2: that. It was like a total jump up uh, like around like the, the previous episode recently. Wow.
1: So, what's happening? And th- this is the fun mm. thing about television now is you get the live tweeting. Yeah. So it's kind of like all the stuff you want to do in a in a movie theater that you don't mm-hmm. do because you're on good behavior, it's like talk to the screen. did <laughs> that with 50 shades do. of gray. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> yeah. oh. Okay, I got to see that But but so you get the audience really responding to superstition as they see it and it's fun, man. Like they'll they comment, they put on the gifs, the memes, you know. So we're seeing the audience grow cuz all the cast does it. You know, so we go in there with them, and they'll they'll say stuff they like or don't like or whatever, and it's mad fun. So you really get that live participation, which is nice.
0: That's what I you love think. about Twitter is, you know, it, it's also a negative place, too. But when you think about the positive ways of how you're interacting with your fans and everybody, and as you said, the whole cast gets into it, and your daughter is part of the cast, Morgana. Yeah. What's it like working with her? Do y'all live tweet together?
1: uh sometimes mm-hmm. right now she's at um she's back at college she's at oh, Columbia yeah, Columbia yeah yeah so she's um and she's a better student than I was <laughs> <laughs> um, so she'll tweet from over there and I'll do it from over here um and we'll have we'll we'll talk about what people are going to react to, and it's mad fun. Directing her is real cool. Like I, you know, in my family, we don't confuse people we love with people who are good at what they think they want to do. Mm. So I, my eldest daughter has a voice that's incredible, like a Whitney Houston kind of yeah. voice, uh, in her head. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to the rest of us, not so much. Yeah. You know, what I mean? it's more like a dying cat. Yeah. Uh, but 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 that don't mean that daddy don't love you if he says, "Hey, baby, you might not be on American Idol anytime <laughs> soon." But, you know, she's smart. She's worked on her, you know, her degree. She's in the Senate now. Mm -hmm. Getting laws passed. She's a a smart chick. She's fluent in French. So, you know, my mother loves to act, but I would never hire her. She's just not a good actress. (laughs) But Morgana can act, man. So it's fun when you're, you know, when when people you love are actually good at what they want to do, then then it's cool. If not, they should, you know, find what they want to do and get into that. So part of the thing about directing her is, is... Because she's a van people, she has to come earlier, mm-hmm. work a little later. Yeah. Do not be the, be the weak link in exactly. this family. Our grandpa van will come get your ass. <laughs> um, you know, and really, uh, and she's good that way. She'll get in there. She's really feisty. She's smart. And uh, she brings a lot to the game and a lot of style, as you, as I'm sure you can see. she got a lot yeah, of...
2: Yeah, she plays such who- a head, like a headstrong character, which is awesome. You have so many strong women characters. In we do, system. don't we? And, yeah. I just, and that, that's what stood and I out sit to between me. between y'all, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it just stood out to me. I wonder, was that like organic or was that like a conscious decision to make it so these women are such like, such a matriarch for the Hastings?
1: Yeah. You know what? Part of the idea, I think, was we thought about, you know, what would the Obamas be like when mm-hmm. the cameras were off? Yeah. And for sure, you Dana know, slayers. you know, the, yeah. <laughs> like what would they be like if the camera was off and Michelle said, hey, you need to fix that hair. Or don't you know, what would, yeah. what would really happen? Because it's a family that's smart, that, that, that gets the joke of life that does have stuff undoubtedly like all families do to overcome. That's what the Hastings have. But there's a lot of love within that family. It's a family that, if there were no villains, no no infernals on the screen, you could still watch an episode just on the family drama of it. Well, And, and that's what's intense about it, that you really, you want to be with yeah. them, right? And I think when we cast it, it wasn't like we thought, let's deliberately do this or that. We just really cast, I, I think we got lucky in the cast. We cast smart people mm-hmm. and people that knew how lucky we are to get to do a show like this, and they were really ready to bring their A-game. And so what happens with me is, you know, as an actor-director, I tend to give the kind of foot rub, excuse me, I don't want to beat up your little bee here, (laughs) the kind of foot rub I want to get. So, like, imagine if you're a patient and a doctor, you're going to be a different kind of doctor. So when I'm working with smart actors that really can bring their A-game, I utilize all of what they have. So, for example, um, Robin Lee, who plays my wife, is fluent French. So, yeah, wow. they, I heard the Yeah, and So every now and then, the family kicks in. We don't want folks to know. We'd be like, boom, boom, boom. We'll just kick yeah. it a friend. She's also from the island, so I was like, oh, let's 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 use that. So she did a lot yeah, like, I caught that. You know, I was like, I like okay. She brought mama back, you know. <laughs> so so I you know so I found out that um, you know I'm, my daughter can dance, and of course uh, um, Dimitri can mm-hmm. dance. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, when y'all you know in the morning, what do you do to stay fit? So they do a workout, but they still do the scene. Mm-hmm. So they're still talking mm-hmm. while they're doing their their scene. And, and, it, you know, like my dad and I will run together and have a discussion as father and son. You know, so so it was really about bringing a, a bunch of actors, in, you know, together that I felt had what it took, were fun to work with, and would come early and bring their A game. And then I would, as a director, just create a place for them to do their best work. Yeah, That's the fun of it. It's like being a parent. You want to yeah. be the best... You want to get the best out of your kid, but they got to define who they are. You can't yeah. tell them who they are, right? The take is yeah. natural, course. Yeah, yeah definitely.
0: Yeah, because you wear literally all the hats on this show. Yeah. You start too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You <laughs> created it. You write most of the episodes. You direct most of the episodes. I mean, what is it like wearing all those hats? As you say, you're lucky. You picked all these good actors that are smart. Um, but do you ever get frustrated having to wear and so many hats on set? Well,
1: first, a couple things. One is that you know not to sound corny okay. about the no i in team yeah. i have a great team so joel you know my my creative partner on mm-hmm. this is there He he's doing a lot of heavy lifting uh chris and justin at sci-fi initially came up with the mm-hmm. idea and my buddy barry is a part of it so i have a really good team of folks that all bring their stuff and sometimes we'll agree or disagree but we figure it out and so that's part of the creative process so it's not me alone by any means um Although I got to direct a lot of them. Um, But also, the other thing is, I grew up in a, you know, by any means, filmmaking family. Yeah. Right? So if you grew up on a family farm, you learn how to plow. You need to learn how to take care of the horses, feed the chickens. You learn all about the zen of farming. And in my family, you learned all about the zen of filmmaking. So I was a PA. I got coffee for so-and-so. I put cables away. I... You know, did all that stuff, including acting, directing, and stuff. So you think of it holistically as all interconnected. And later on in life, you go, "Oh, that's a different job." Someone specifically does the lighting, and someone specifically does the camera. But you sort of have an idea of all of it. So it's actually not that foreign to me. It's more organic. To like something goes wrong, I tend to my first instinct is not to say I'm not in that union. You know, although sometimes <laughs> no. I'm supposed to. No. Uh, my first, <laughs> in, my first instinct is to jump in there yeah, and, 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 fix, it. and yeah. fix it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, now, that also means, though, when I'm just an actor on somebody else's set, I've done the heavy lifting. Yeah. <laughs> I have that T-shirt. I am the nicest Not actor everyone. now. I was like, I'm, I'm like a plumber on vacation in Hawaii. The last thing I want to do is look under the sink if the mm. sink breaks down. You have to really want me to look before I you know go do that. So I'm good. So um, do, does wearing multiple hats stress me? Not really. It's actually... Like I'm in this conversation yeah. with you right now, which is fun because I can see the truth right away with you and you, and you can redirect the question or redirect the interview okay. from internally, not outside on a monitor somewhere down the street. Going, hey, look more to your left. We can feel it right here. Yeah, and so it's really yeah. organic. And you find, like I find with them, I get real organic performances. I'm right in there with it. If if I look bad, they look bad. We all look bad. So they know I'm on the line. I think there's something to be said for when you're director shows up on the set knows his lines you know is not late is, is on point mm. then it just sends a signal to everybody and I and I did. I worked with a lot of actor directors like Clint Wood, yeah. you know on Heartbreak Ridge was my first yeah break. so it's sort of like part of it and then I've also got the advantage of being directed by other powerful directors Michael Mann directed me when I played Malcolm X and Ali my dad directed me. Uh, Clint directed me, and some, you know, you know Ava DuVernay directed me. Oh yeah, I've so mm. worked with some really, <laughs> really cool directors, and that's a great co-Francis adv- Ford Coppola. And yes. that's a great advantage because then when I direct, I sort of go, oh yeah, I like the way so and so did that. I, yeah, I can, I can sort of bring that into the mix, and it all informs you as a person. That's my long answer to yeah. your short no, answer. No, was a great
2: answer. <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, I know. Guys, they go. Damn, this nigga a lot. <laughs> Don't ask him nothing. He'll talk that bee off. He gonna fly away.
2: You know, one of the things I was wondering is, you know, we've had like Get Out happening and mm-hmm. everything. Like, why, why, why did this genre in particular like jump out to you? The whole superstition. Um, supernatural thing. I mean, we, we're seeing this kind of renaissance, or like this, like reemergence of black horror and things of that nature. And now superstition is a part of that.
1: Right. Uh, it's interesting how these things time out. Um, you know, actually, it wasn't you know my first inclination. I, although I like the horror thriller space, and I have, in fact, a movie coming out that is a thriller. Comes out, I think, sometimes in April. Sometime in April called Armed. Uh, which I'll tell you about later. Cool. Um, but what happened was uh, J- Justin and Chris were at the Sci-Fi Network, and they said, you know, we've got a big audience of a multi-culti audience, but not a multi-culti representation uh, uh, on camera of folks in, of color and different colors in this space. And I've always been interested in my family. we got every flavor. we got white, black, you know, straight, gay. So when I paint, I paint with all the colors. When I cast, you know, New Jack City, I put in an Asian cop, or a, a, my Jewish cop, or, you know, my brother cop. And then I played, you know, the, 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 one of the, uh, the police commissioner. You know, so, so I always mix it up. You know, when I did Posse, I put in Little J, who's you know white. I know because he's a Baldwin. You had to pay him a little more. <laughs> what I like, that, there's always no, a Baldwin for your budget, no, depending yeah. on where your budget. You can say, which Baldwin like, can I afford?
0: Alec is really yeah, high, no, so yeah. maybe I, I can Ali, get Billy. Heath. Billy,
1: yeah, is you know, crazy, but I love him. You know, so, so you know, so you can always get get a Baldwin for your budget. So, so I like to, I always like to mix it up. I know I got a sense of humor, gets me in trouble. Steve's gonna kick my ass. That's out. why I love the show, because you know,
0: as I say, I'm a comedian.
1: Yeah. I'm
2: like superstition's funny. It's Funny, know, funny it's stuff. so funny yeah. there's so many moments where I'm like whoa
1: did they just say that yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. And, we, and a lot of it is just it happens off the cuff like we were playing Monopoly in one set recently in the, I guess the last show yeah. You know, uh, Calvin, my son, goes to jail. and I'm like, another incarcerated brother. Yep. <laughs> but it just, you know, it just came out. And, you know, we can make those jokes about no. us. You or know? black don't yeah.
0: cry. Black I do know, that. I laughed out loud. I, I was like, I know that. Look at
1: that. Bassett, that's we, true. We, 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 right, totally. yeah. so we, And plus, you know, I think a lot of actors in Hollywood want to play younger I'm one of those actors. I play older. I play 778. Mm-hmm. So for 778, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing okay,
0: right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to show you 778 can look okay, you know. Um, so that's so we have a lot of humor, and it, that carries over to what you what you see in the show. Um, which is cool. So and so back to your question. No, I didn't think of it on my own. They came to me and Barry, and then we went out and we got uh, Joel involved, and he was good enough to come in and bring his buddy Larry, who had written uh, uh, Six Feet Under, and, and Joel had done Battlestar Galactica and all of us mixed together, and so that's how this this kind of, And then we got a real diverse room. We got a lot of women in, in the writing room and folks of all colors, you could see. And so all the way, what I'm proud of is part of what my dad's struggle was, was to make sure... But not just in front of the camera, but behind that's the camera, cool. you saw some real diversity, and that 's been really beautiful because we do laugh, we do love, we do tease everybody on the set, but everyone's represented, and it 's always with heart it 's always with i'm teasing you like I am teasing my family, like mm. I tease myself so it, you know it, it comes to a place of of uh, love.
0: Yeah. And it really shows with the show because, as I said, it's almost like an adult version of Supernatural, which, you know, is on the CW and it's a little, I mean, I still watch it, but it is at heart about family and Supernatural, these two brothers, but yours is like a whole adult family right. and it's a little bit more rounded out and that's why I love it. And two, are you and your family believers in the Supernatural? <laughs> okay, or, so, you know? so that's, you know, there's
1: been more, here's the thing that's interesting. Um, you think about you know, you ever go in a house and it's got a feeling like it's been lived in and you wonder if these walls could talk what they would say. Look, I'm even saying this in my spooky yeah. voice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I got I can tell a good ghost story about this. Yeah. I really can't turn the lights down. I <laughs> will have y'all gone. <laughs> but anyway, um, what, what the, the set designer, Amy, did was in creating the house, the Hastings House, she literally got pieces from all these old houses across the country. So the floorboards are reclaimed. There's wall pieces. So it's literally, it's not a new house. It's it's a set on the stage, but it's actually made from lots of really old period houses. Wow. (laughs) There's a lot of history. And then you think about, think about America, right? So America's a crazy sort of schizophrenic place where we've... You know, taking black folks, not voluntarily, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did d- d- direct roots, and I know about <laughs> yes. this, uh, not voluntarily per se, we took some black folks, we took some Irish folks, we took some some Jews and some Italians, sprinkled some Asians and some, you know, some Latinos and shake it all up in a pot and you get this great experiment called the American melting pot. Mm. Now, in that pot, of course, you get conflict because everyone's different. They got their own food, they got their own flavor, they got their own religions and beliefs. So you get conflict, but you get great art because we're all standing on each other's head. You get great music, you get great story, and you get great folklore. So think about like New Orleans. You get people from the old country, from Spain. You get people from France. You get people, you get the, the Creoles. You get the you know, the, all that great stuff. And so um, the American sort of Gothic fol- folklore is really rich with superstition that comes originally from all these other home countries or motherlands. So it's really fun in every episode to sort of go into one. When we do Luke Thep, which is right. more, you know, an Asian thing, we go into something where the coffee grinds left in that mm-hmm. cup, which is more, I think it's Greek. And so I'm always learning new ones that I didn't know. I asked Morgana, Morgana, Morgana's a smart little lady and we were on a show and they said what's your superstition and she said I'm superstitious about being and working with people that have a good energy
0: mm. Mm. that is yeah.
1: semi-permeable membranes it's important to be around people that are on the positive that are make it happen we always say there's three kind of people three people that watch things happen People that complain about things that happen and people that make some shit happen. We're the family. We make it happen. We don't just complain. I don't like the way men are portrayed or women are portrayed or black people. Great. There will be lookism, sexism, racism, classism in every business you're in, right? If you're at the post office, there may still be a Harvey Weinstein-ish person there, right? That's for real. You could be at the post office delivering mail. It doesn't mean you have to be an actor, right? You will deal with something. The thing is, get over it, get past it, find your way around it. Don't step on the dog in life, and that's relevant in anything you do. So being around people with good energy is a good first-step superstition. That's right. So I I would have to agree with Daughter on that one.
0: That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree, because that's what I've always said, because, you know, as a woman in comedy, it relate to that, and people are always like, well, there's never really been a good time for women in comedy. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like Carol Burnett, you know, Lucille Ball. Joan Rivers, all of them are doing that before we started complaining. Yeah. Just, just shut up and do the work. And that's what I like, you know, that you've said that, because that's what a lot of people are forgetting now. It's like, it, quit complaining, just shut up and do the work. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah.
1: I, and, and maybe some of it's not shutting yeah. up and doing yeah. the work, too. Yeah, Maybe exactly. it's a time to say, speak it's out trying, and do the work. Yeah, do and do the work. Not, <laughs> do the work. Just do the work. But, but yeah. make sure you do the work. And then I think, here's the thing. It's like, you look at what ha- what happened with me. First of all, do you like this
0: jacket? Yeah, it's great because I'm going to take it off
1: because it's hot as hell. <laughs> <laughs> now that you've seen it, the jacket's going bye bye. Jesse from Empire gave me that jacket. It's lovely, hey, well. but it, it is hot as hell. All right. yeah. So, Jesse, I wore the jacket, brother. I, just, I, did, I did. Hey, Jess, I wore it. And I, and I, and I gave you credit, but it's we hot got got as, as hell, though. I've got to take it off. Um, so, the thing is, you know when I when I when I did New Jack City, my first thing that you know put me on the map as a director. Heartbreak mm-hmm. Ridge with Clint would put me on the map as an actor. I had the choice as a guy in power yeah. to say, "I want now for all my New Jack Cops to be black guys that look like me," but I didn't do that. Mm. Yeah. And I had my, I had my choice in posse to make everybody look like me, but I didn't do that. Do you know what I mean? Because that would just be get even cinema. That wouldn't be a step up, that'd be a get back. I'd rather paint with all the colors and show us that, look, the truth is it took Americans of all colors to build this great country. And like Dr. King said, if you don't acknowledge that, you subliminally want to tip the checkerboard over if you feel you're disenfranchised and not a part of it. So it's really important to recognize everybody and their part in it, and then we take ownership. The minute you own, you, you, you have a different respect for it. you rentin'. renting. That's one attitude. Will you own that car? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. Hey! <laughs> no, don't yeah. touch my rims,
0: playboy! <laughs> I own that car! Man,
1: it's not a rental. Do you know what I mean? So the oh, minute yeah. you feel you own America, you go, okay, okay, okay. We have to survive. The, the, we, we got trumped. We got to make uh-huh. a comeback. But you got to think. You got to not just take a knee. You got to vote. Democracy is a car. If you take your foot off the gas, the car will slow down. So you, you start to understand that there were ways built in for us to part participate we vote with our ballot we vote with our dollar we vote with what we order to eat what we drive and what we watch and that's the cool part is that we find that people want to be the success they see so if you show them a smart loving family like superstition that can deal with all the forces outside then they start to go hey i want to be with that and we have episodes like you know you saw the episode where the the guy, there's a dead guy that comes to that to the place, and he's a, he, he's got white supremacist ink on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole debate between Garvey Garvey's yeah, more on the Black Lives Matter thing, and B is like on some diff, come from a different holistic sort of, you know, other space. And B winds up saying, "Hey, we we're going to bury this guy, and we're going to do what's right by him. You know, we may not have agreed with his choices in life, but we will honor him in death, and we will create a space where his family can come and pay their respects." You know, in a decent, righteous way. And that's what we do as Hastings. And it's not always easy. And if it were easy, anyone would do it. So sometimes when they go low, going high is not easy. No. <laughs> I mean, there's a part yeah. where, you know, where Isaac says, man, I'd like to go gangster on this yeah. game, but I'm not going to yeah. do that. Do you know what I mean? So there are times in life where you have to throw the flag on yourself and say, i got to be the better, better man or the better woman, you know, and, and deal with this the right way. And not just play get back, but get right. And that's hard. But to see a family do that, it sets up something that I think people want to see and then can emulate and model. And I think that's fun in entertainment to get that.
0: Yeah, because, as you say, you surface all viewpoints, but as a family, they always come to the conclusion of doing the right thing. And that's sort of the heart of the show. I mean, you, as you say, take out the supernatural, and it's still a good you know, family drama with a little bit of comedy thrown in. Yeah, I
2: think it's interesting because, Although they do come to the, the the good in the end, you have Calvin who, like, has this darkness in him, and he's battling that, his questions, his time in the war, which is really great that you have, like, the whole question of the vet, you mm-hmm. know, and what they go through with PTSD. I think right. that's... And there's a lot of... And what you were just talking about, there's a lot of those different kind of um, discussions that happen, like the whole thing with Tilly and the abortion mm-hmm. question. right? Yeah, and there's just right. so many different um, conversations, and it's like... Well, I, I mean, of course, you, I know it's like it's totally conscious, but it's just so awesome that that's interwoven into the supernatural. It's like woke horror.
0: <laughs> you know, that's, hey, that's a good genre. Ooh. I'm going
1: to pretend I <laughs> yeah. say, uh, You're going to see me on my next week. You know, I thought of this. I remember telling the guys. I can
0: write it in the press release. Let's, uh,
1: <laughs> let's do some woke horror. <laughs> yeah, like that. that's, that's good. <laughs> totally. Yeah, That that's a really good, good way to put it, you know, and... Uh, Yeah, and the thing is raising consciousness through entertainment, you know, that, Mm -hmm. you know, we we can see that if you eat Cheetos, you know, (laughs) constantly, at some point, you're going to die of malnutrition. Well, if you just watch stuff that has no nutritional value, you know, and your intake, like all the unreality TV stuff and people, you know, acting crazy, you know, that's not a good deal, Mm -hmm. you know, that at a certain point, you dumb yourself down and... Uh, I think it's good to have something that you go, oh, this is a fun show. It's it's smart, but it also has stuff that I can learn with. It also has got some elements that I go, hey, that that takes home. This in one of the, um, I'll give you a little hint. In the next episode that comes up, <clears throat> there's a part where Calvin comes to Isaac and says, uh, and, and basically apologizes and says, I know I've been, you know, a little bit um, acrimonious sometimes, and and the way we deal with each other. Um, but I but I love you, and I'm really glad to be be here. And Isaac says, wow. He says, wow, there's there's yesterday people. Those mm-hmm. are people that were like, oh, man, last week, yesterday. We, I was in shape yesterday, player. I, I, I made money. We were happy yesterday. If you had only been here yesterday. There's tomorrow people, which are like, you know, next month yeah, if you yeah. came, it probably won't rain next year, next week when I'm in shape, next. But there are very few people that go right now in this moment I'm having fun. In this moment, I'm feeling love. In this moment, this is great. And that's why they call the present a gift. Yeah. And, and so yeah. we, we lay that, I say that to Calvin, but it's like a little, it's a little nugget that my dad kind of passed to me, and I, you know, so we, we made it come alive in the show. But there are those little things that you listen to, and you go, oh, there's some love here and some good things to think about that can apply to my life. Besides the fact that I hope we scare you down then. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've had did.
2: some jumps, especially that one with the doll. That, that, that's the why I was, was, was that <laughs> oh, I was like. I'm not big, I'm like, I'm with Tilly on that one. Yeah. I, don't know. Yeah.
1: I like it. And I also like that different characters react differently. Like, mm-hmm. Tilly's like, mm, No, I don't do dolls, you know, I'm killing me on vacation. <laughs> I'm gone.
2: And she does autopsies, so it's kind of yeah. like, of all things to be afraid of, it's right. like plastic dolls, right. but right. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, I have a question from my friend, James Lott Jr., who's in Pittsburgh right now, all so right. he wants your thoughts on the movie Rappin'. It was set in Pittsburgh, <laughs> and he it was released on his 16th birthday, so he loves oh, it. Oh, man, yeah. why are you going
1: to do that to me,
0: James?
1: Um, <laughs> I'm looking at you in the camera, homeboy. <laughs> oh, man, that was that was a real... Uh, first of all, it was actually fun to be in Pittsburgh, which is, which is cool, I, and I had mad fun with that movie. It was an interesting experience because um, I was... I was new to the game and, and and I was acting in a movie that was more about entertaining, yeah, and so the gears were a little off, you know, because I was like kind of taking it seriously and acting in it, but it was more about having the you know why don't the fat boys appear? why doesn't so and so rap <laughs> why doesn't, it's not you know it's, yeah. it's more of an entertainment thing, and so it's like finding that tonal balance, so that was like a really important step for me. The next movie I got Heartbreak Ridge. I quickly realized was was a l- on one to ten it was a little closer to the edgy was a little closer to entertainment. It wasn't platoon, for example, uh-huh. and so I took it that way. And and that's part of when you when it clicks right is when you find that tone. And that's been something we've been playing with on superstition, like the episode with Uncle Bubba comes. Uncle yeah. Bubba, Bruce oh, Bruce, oh my god! You know, <laughs> I was going to so, ask about that. So so I wanted to like, know how. I thought so, say. James. <laughs> I thought back to that lesson that I learned on rapping about, you know, how much of it do I want to take towards the acting and how much do I want to enjoy the entertainment and how do you do both, you know, like, and, and and how do I make sure that Bruce Bruce is here, but when he needs to do these things that service the bigger narrative Mm -hmm. that he can still do it, you know? And so sometimes that's tricky, you know, same thing in new Jack city. When I took Chris rock and put him in the middle of that, you know how do you how do you let him be do his best, be Chris, Chris Rock, Rock, yeah, right, but still make it service the over thing, the overall story without taking you out of the movie, and that's the tonal thing. That's that tonal thing. So rapping was really important and helpful for me to learn. It was that step, yeah.
0: Wow, do you have wouldn't any, recommend yeah. it for late night viewing, but what <laughs> you watch, like, dude.
1: Watch Panther, James, Orr, mm-hmm. Cassidy, or <laughs> Badass. Watch Badass, dude. Badass. Where, where I played yeah, my dad. No, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's that that a heavy flick. Yeah. That's a good one to watch. You know, or Armed. So Armed is the one that's yeah, coming yeah. out know About that. So armed yeah. is, Again, this is crazy, Mario. So Armed is. There's that old saying, "Nothing stops a bad guy with a gun
0: mm-hmm.
1: like a good guy with a gun." Mm-hmm. But in this country, I play a good guy with a gun, but he's got many guns and he's armed. And he's a little bit he's an interesting dude mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's it, it's it's torn from the headlines. It's about you know three real different stories that I've sort of mixed up, hmm. and it goes right there you know so if you think about gun sense or a lack thereof in this country right now, what happens when a good guy is really well armed and in one of these crazy you know mass shooting type yeah, situations, yeah. what happens then? Uh, and so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a full on movie. It's a tricky flick, but it, it's yeah a, it sounds timely. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah very <laughs> timely. It, it is timely, and and uh, and I like making movies like that. You know, it's a bit of a mind bender. So if some people look at it. It's got a little of that uh, you know it'll it'll trip you up a little bit. Uh, but like you said, woke woke. I'm gonna call it a woke thriller instead. Yeah, woke woke <laughs> <laughs> Armed would be a woke thriller. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: All right, well, I think that's about a wrap for us. Mario, where can they find you on social media right now? Oh, hey, thank yeah. you for asking. Yeah.
1: My, my daughter will be yeah. to ask you. so jazzy. Uh, so, on Instagram, I'm my name, and I'm, I got that little cool cool ass blue check. You got dot, the blue check? The yeah. I'm like, I'm verified. I'm on a Jay. Yeah.
0: Was up. That was the best day of my life when yeah. I got verified you got on verified? Twitter. Well, so yeah. I can I'm deal still waiting, so oh, I, I want, want to yeah. make yeah. a call for me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I just, it's funny what amuses us now. I'm following her. Clip.
1: Yes. <laughs> no, so I'm on Instagram more of my people's, and yeah. then on Twitter, I think I'm my name too. Both.
0: Yeah. In fact, the, the next
1: show that airs this Thursday at 11, live tweet it with me. Come I'm on. Yeah, we'll live tweet it with you. Will you do, yeah, that? I'll Don't. do it? No. And remind yeah. me So I will live <laughs> tweet you back. But it's it, it, it it's going to be a hard one because it moves so fast mm. and there's so much that gets tied up, and you find out stuff about the Hastings and why they live in La Rochelle. Oh, man. Yeah. That's really wow. going to be a lot of fun.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds great. Chauncey, where can they keep up the conversation with you? Well, on my unverified Twitter at Ms. Chauncey
1: K R. Chauncey
2: K. Robinson.
0: Okay. All right, and since I'm Lucretia Lyon, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to watch Superstition, eleven PM on sci-fi. The oh, season finale, right? That's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
1: You guys are fun to talk to. Yes, thank you. I know. Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation
0: of AfterBuzz TV. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, Marissa.
1: The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. They do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.